Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Glad that you're here. And boy, we had ourselves a week, did we not? Some moving, some shaking, uh, some commitment making is what we had this week for the Maryland Black Bears when it comes down to it. Oh, and two games up in Danbury, Connecticut, which yielded. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good dividends, if I stay so myself, as the Black Bears sweep, sweep, sweep away the junior hat tricks um, in a very spirited affair, especially at the end of game one, uh, game two, a little bit less spirited, but uh, here we are ahead of time. But before we get to Friday, a lot of moves had to be make uh, made. Friday was the... Uh, deadline for the 24-player roster, and um, some moves had to be made for the Maryland Black Bears as they currently, coming into the weekend, were sitting with a much, much more, uh, much, much more than 24. Uh, I think it was close. I think it was 30 before Friday's game, but they made uh, a little bit of a change, and one of those changes started out with the uh, with a trade, and that was Leo Schwartz going to. Uh, the New Jersey Titans for a tender contract. Schwartz, of course, uh, played for a bit of time, 34 games with the Maryland Black Bears. Uh, he is a uh, a Long Island native from Jericho, New York, so he is moving a little bit closer to his hometown in New Jersey, and the Black Bears get a tender contract, which is uh, nice for who they want to sign for futures uh, going forward. So Leo Schwartz was uh, one of the cogs that had to be moved, but when you subtract, apparently you have to add as well as the Black Bears added some familiar faces when it came to their team. And one unfamiliar face, but I think will be familiar by the end of it. Uh, from the Lincoln Stars, their first round pick from this year's NAHL entry draft, and that is Braden Standard. Standard, of course, has quite the history uh, with the Black Bears, or, or I wouldn't say quite the history. He does have a history. He is... Uh, one of the was the second player to score a hat trick in team history. He was uh, part of the uh, COVID shortened roster uh, for their uh, for the Maryland Black Bears there uh, back in 2019 and 2020. In that season, Standard had uh, 35 points, 13 goals in 46 games, uh, a uh, good showing. And they went to the USHL, uh, split between four teams in that USHL time. Uh, only registering uh, 13 points, all assists in 63 games. So now he's back with the Black Bears. Uh, also back, Brandon Piku got sent uh, back from the Youngstown Phantoms. Uh, Piku, of course, uh, someone who has been top of the charts when it comes to the Black Bears, uh, especially in the history uh, in, in the history books for the Black Bears. Piku had uh, 50 points last season, including 18 goals. That put him second all-time for single-season mark uh, for goals. 50 points was up there as well. I want to say second all-time for single-season record. And uh, heading into this, he had 63 points for the Black Bears uh, all-time, which puts him third all-time. And now, after his uh, point this weekend, uh, he is one behind Connor Cole for second all-time. In points chasing Luke Mountain, who has 82 uh, games, and Piku also uh, getting in the goals. He's 20 behind Luke Mountain for that in all time things, and then he's only but 
Uh, six assists behind Connor Cole for all-time assists in the career for the Black Bears. So, Piku back for his, uh, I guess, truncated third season, missing uh, 10 games ahead of that, but he is back in the lineup. Also, Trey Scott being brought on a defenseman from the Youngstown Phantoms. Uh, 2004 defenseman, 5'10", 174, right-handed shot. Played with the uh, Boston Junior Bruins in the NCDC last year, 16 assists in 46 games. Prior to that, played 16U with the Boston Junior Bruins, uh, uh, 16 and 18U. So a young prospect for this team, going to be uh, a player that uh, probably gets developed for the Phantoms up in the USHL, but he'll be on the squad for the Black Bears as we see it right now. And the Black Bears a little... Uh, a little bruised and beaten when it comes to what they had going up to Danbury. They were without William Hackinson, who was uh, ill. Uh, Samuel Stitz, who had an injury, and Quinn Kennedy, who had an injury. So uh, those those guys stayed at home. Chase Hornbecker from Team Maryland's uh, 18, triple, 18U team uh, was the backup for Jack Winicky. in uh, Over this weekend, Stannard lined in with uh, McNeil and Shankool. A little bit of a... Shuffling going on for the top line, or for all the lines, really, as uh, Jesse Horacek and Christian Catalano put between Elliot LaRoe uh, and uh, Brandon Piku put alongside Dimitri Kibru and Gabriel Westling for could be a gosh darn speedy line right there between those three. But uh, Friday's game, man, Maryland tipped the, uh, tipped the ice in their direction that first period. They were putting anything they could on Patrick Berezins, who was his first game in the NAHL after the, the Danbury Hattricks were trying to find anybody. Uh, so they uh, picked him up from Latvia, had a hell of a first period, saved all 20 shots that were thrown at him. Jack Winnicky didn't have to face much, only five shots against him. Uh, stopping them all, had to be sharp, didn't see a lot of time, but he was sharp when it called upon on that one. Early in the second, just uh, 623 in, hey, look, the kid is back. As Dimitri Kieber just comes off the off wing and rips one home, puts Maryland up one to nothing. Gabriel Westling and Brandon Piku on the assist. That's Westling's. That's Kieber's ninth goal. Westling's ninth assist. Piku's first assist back with the Black Bears. Six minutes later, Maryland still trying to still putting the pressure on, still trying to get things going, and a rebound goal in front. Here's Christian Catalano, puts it up. Black Bears up two. To nothing on this one. Jesse Horacek with the initial shot. Uh, Luke Van Wy getting a secondary assist. Catalano's seventh goal of the year. Horacek's fourth assist. Van Wy's sixth assist. Uh, two and a half minutes later, however, Danbury would uh, get on the board on just a very odd play. Bowden Petisenko, uh rips a shot, just kind of flutters in there. And next thing you know, a rebound puts it home. Two to one. Game uh, score cut in half there. Black Bears then continue to attack, however. They were just putting everything on, but it was 2-1 as they head into the locker room. Third period happened again. Maryland uh, kind of dictating the pace offensively as they were all game, defensively keeping them out of high-pressure areas. Uh, Black Bears put in on 13 shots, and one would get by literally literally just past the halfway point. Jesse Horacek, his fourth of the year, gets behind the defense. A great pass from Christian Catalano, and Catalano uh, springs Horacek. Horacek just grips it, rips it, throws it in for his fourth of the year. Catalano's ninth assist, uh, Brad McNeil getting his eighth assist of the year. A little fracas towards the end between uh, Logan Nickerson and uh, Elliot LaRoe. They get into it. Brad McNeil gets into it with Sean Matthews. Sean Matthews gets a five-end game for fighting. 
Brad McNeil just kind of held his ground knowing that they didn't need to give anything up. Black Bears were dominating everything else. They don't need to give them a little uh, tete-a-tete, especially ahead of uh, the game two of the weekend. So let him go. You know, Nick Neal only gets uh, off with a uh, two-minute roughing minor. Away we went. And the Black Bears take this one 3-1. to one. Wenicke with 17 uh, saves in the victory. Huge win for Maryland. Of course, when I mentioned last week, this could have been a trap weekend. Kind of looked that way at the start. I mean, the, the goaltending from uh, Patrick Bearsons, uh, you know, hats off to him. Had withstood a huge first period. And then the other goals just... I don't think many goaltenders in the league would have stopped that. So uh, hats off to him. And Black Bears trying to keep the pressure on for Game 2, trying to finish off the sweep, especially against a team who is in the uh, bottom tier of the standings. And they did that in the first period. Horshore as just pressure all around Maryland in the start. Now, now I will say Danbury did get a little bit of a jump on Maryland to start off with, but it was uh, soon, soon washed away. By the Black Bears and Caleb Thiessen getting his first as a Black Bear. And in the NAHL, 6.57 in. Uh, gets a nice little Luke Van Wy with a great hold in the zone. Uh, Thiessen picks it up, rips it home. Luke Van Wy, 7th assist. Dimitri Kibru, 6th assist. Maryland is up one to nothing. A uh, few moments later, however, the kid stays hot. Dimitri Kibru just comes in, puts it home for his 6th. Straight game with a goal, his 10th of the year, the first in the N.A. to get double digits. Maryland up 2 to nothing. I will put this footnote in here. The uh, single-season record for goals in a season for the Maryland Black Bears is 19 over that COVID-shortened season uh, from uh, Mr. Jackson Starrett. So you got to figure those games, uh, uh, that was 46 games, I think, for the uh, Black Bears that they uh, had played, so... In 12 games, Hebrew is already half that. So, shout out to him for getting off on a on a on the good foot in this run. Christian Catalano with his 10th assist, Jesse Horacek his fifth assist. Black Bears up to nothing, keeping the pressure on, keeping that ice tilted in the end of the first uh, period. It's two nothing. Black Bears just all over on the second period too. It was it was. It was a firing squad against Adam Johnson for Danbury. 21 shots in the period. Johnson holding down the fort, trying to look for any kind of support. Uh, could not get it. And then late in the second frame, Hunter Ramos with just a ripper of a shot over the glove of Johnson with uh, 429 remaining in the frame. His sixth of the season. Trace Johnson getting his fourth assist. Luke Van Wy, his eighth assist. Black Bears up three to nothing going into the final period. And again, a little tighter checking in the third period, a little bit neutral zone play. Danbury getting their chances on, trying to get some kind of gold, trying to break the shutout for Jack Winnicky. Uh Nothing doing there. Winnicky was sharp in this one. And with uh, under five minutes remaining, Christian Catalano once again coming up huge in this one with a, a great pass from Jesse Horacek. Just a beautiful, lovely cross-ice pass. Finds Catalano. Catalano puts it into a yawning cage for his eighth of the year. Jesse Horchek, sixth assist. Sean Kilcullen, seventh assist. That is all she wrote in this one. Black Bears take it four to nothing. Jack Winnicky is first uh, shutout in the NAHL, 13th all time for the Maryland Black Bears. And they go home with a great sweep of Connecticut in Connecticut against the Dan Barry Hat Tricks. Now, uh, 
like I said, trap game, and, and we could we can think about that coming into this weekend too. We'll get to that in a moment. But great goaltending on Danbury's side, and I think better uh, for Maryland not to get too frustrated in this one, not to really uh, yeah, grip the stick a little too hard and get frustrated when pucks aren't going in. Uh, but they did a hell of a job to come back, combat that firepower is just my goodness. This team is uh, got some good scores on it, wouldn't you say? I mean, there's there's all the way down the line, you can get guys scored uh, scoring uh, from you know first line to fourth line, however you want to figure that out. Christian Catalano currently leads the league in points with 18. Dimitri Kibru, uh is third in points, uh, but he is also first in goals tied with Cade Nelson. So uh, the Black Bears getting some offense. Christian Catalano third in goals, uh, tied for third with some several other people in the uh, NA. But the uh, the offense is clicking. The defense is fantastic. The defense is, you know, being able to withhold a team to only 34 shots in a weekend, that's pretty good, I would have to say for myself. Uh, but the Maryland Black Bears staying hot, staying on top of the East Division, 10-2-0, 20 points in 12 games. They are four points above the Northeast Generals. Uh, only Northeast and Maryland have over 500 records in the East Division early on in the season. We say early on, but we're about, but we're almost, you know, we're at the quarter pole. I don't know what's what's 60 divided by four. Uh, I can't do that math. I was told there'd be no math, but we're at a point now where we're getting we're getting to it. The Black Bears doing well for themselves. 47 goals uh, overall leads the league. They are just above Northeast in this one. But they are atop the league for goals for uh, in uh, 12 games. They're averaging almost four goals a game. So that's pretty dang good, I would have to say, uh, for this squad right now. But we will see how it goes. They have Danbury this weekend. We'll preview that here in a second. But some more moves and happenings happened after the game. Sunday, Dimitri Kebrew posted on his Instagram. He's, uh, he's going up north. The Silver Spring, Maryland native, has committed to the University of Alaska Anchorage. He will join former Black Bears Connor Cole and Dylan Finley up there in the Great White North of Anchorage. Uh, the team coming back off a few-year hiatus. And uh, Kebrew, a sensational start to his season. I'm sure this was brewing in the works, but you know the fact that he's having a great jump to his season adds to that and probably got him committed a lot sooner uh, than if he you know, was uh, stable. But Kebrew has put in the work in a big, big way, and uh, it shows. I mean... Last year, and I keep harping on it, last year I said this kid was developing, he's growing, I would love to see him back on the team, and look, he's making dividends right now, being a very prominent part of this Black Bears team. So, congratulations to Dimitri, it's a huge accomplishment for him, and first of hopefully many uh, commitments for the Maryland Black Bears. But, things weren't done, as on Tuesday, there were some trades to be made, and uh kind of rounding out the roster as we see it right now to get down to that 24-player limit, uh, sans injuries and everything like that. Elliot LaRoe, he was sent uh, to the Austin Bruins. The Black Bears get a tender contract, a second-round pick, and a development fee for LaRoe. LaRoe had a goal and two assists uh, this season so far. And last year, of course, played 52 games, had 31 points, including 13 goals in those games. So the uh, Elliot LaRoe, a solid uh, part of this team, but unfortunately one of the international players uh, had to 
uh, you know, be let go. I, you know, Hackinson, Wessling, Teeson, Laroe, Laroe, unfortunately, not uh, you know drawing on the uh, the short straw, I guess, as it were, and he will be heading to Austin, Minnesota, to play for the Bruins. There, there is also another move today, uh, Tuesday, uh, as I record this. Quinn Kennedy was sent to the uh, Danbury Junior Hattricks. He was sent there for a draft pick. Kennedy, of course, uh, a Maryland native as well. He has had his uh, ups and downs in terms of uh, going up to the uh, the USHL last year after playing for Team Maryland and St. John's uh, and uh, getting a little time with the Black Bears. Couldn't really find his footing there uh, with the Phantoms, only uh, two points in 29 games, not getting an everyday roster spot. You think dropping back down to the NAHL, he would get a little, more, little bit more playing time, but injury got uh, got injured at some point. He only played nine games um, this season with six assists for the Black Bears, but he will be off to Dan Barry, the Silver Spring, Maryland native, will head up there. And, hey, <laughs> the two shall face off this weekend as well as the Black Bears again take on the Danbury Jr. hat tricks. Uh, another situation where we saw what can happen. I mean, the goaltending for Danbury is obviously their strong suit um, in this one. They will keep them in games. They will keep them, you know, just going, ready to go. But now the Black Bears have seen them, and they know what to do to, uh, to counter that. And it's the fo- first home series since opening weekend. It's been over a month, about six weeks. I'm sure the uh, the den the den crazies are ready to go, um, and hopefully you guys can get out there to Piney Orchard Ice Arena. Uh, if you if you can't get down there, uh, try try to still. But if you're like me, far away from everything, you can go ahead and go to the uh, the ticket center on MarylandBlackBears.com. Grab your tickets. Be dialing. Be dialing uh, for all your ticket needs. Revamped website, too. So how about that? Good times. You can purchase a little season ticket package. A little late for that, but, uh, you know, you can get a prorated maybe. But individual game tickets right there, too. Got a couple big weekends coming up here as Danbury Jr. hat tricks, then up to Johnstown, then Johnstown's back for three-game set at the end of October. So get your tickets this weekend. Cheer on the Black Bears. They're first place. They're the hot, one of the hottest teams uh, in the NAHL. They're the top team in the NAHL. You might as well go see them now before the uh, the hysteria gets to a fever pitch. You may not be able to get tickets, but uh, go ahead, support your team. I think it's going to be huge for them. They need all the, they need that home cook, and they need to know that the fans are loving it what they're seeing right now. So tickets.marylandblackbears.com, and uh, yeah, I believe it is. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, pajama night this weekend. As on Saturday night, it's pajama party. It's in support of the Blue Ribbon Project. Anything you guys can provide in terms of donation, night lights, child pajamas, toothpaste, toothbrushes, any kind of toiletries. If you're able to donate the first, first 250 people through the door, get themselves a nice uh, fifth anniversary fr- uh, fleece throw blanket. For yourself, stay warm in the stand, stay warm at home while you're watching the Maryland Black Bears. So, um, shout out to uh, to the uh, to the Blue Ribbon Project, which is to stop child abuse. Uh, and if you can donate any of those products to help the Blue Ribbon Project, please do. Uh, again, tickets.marylandblackbears.com. 
if you want to go in and, uh, yeah, donate some products, show up in your pajamas, cheer on the Black Bears on Saturday night against Dan Barry. Um, hopefully get a couple more wins. It'd be nice as the Black Bears, again, could be, again could be a trap series. Yeah, you hate to say it this early, but the goaltending, pretty crucial for Dan Barry. Very tight. Black Bears knew how to get through it. Hopefully they can keep that going throughout this series. And that's all I got for you. I had little time to prepare. There was some stuff going on personal life, so I don't have a nice little third segment or an interview for that one. But maybe we'll do it next. You know what? Maybe next week we can get something going. We'll see. We'll see what happens this weekend. We'll see what uh, kind of mood the team is in. We'll see what we can do in terms of something or other for you people to chew on here on Defending the Den. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I enjoy you guys listening to me all the time. It's uh, it's fun and it's exciting. And I appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to make me a part of your day. So that's it. That's all. Um, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den. Part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and PodcastMonsters.com. Hey, if you want to follow along on the Twitter machine, if you can't get to the rink, or if you are at the rink and you want to hear my inane commentary about the commentary that I hear, uh, at DefendingDenMBB, you can go there, and that's where all my quips and quartals and all that other fun stuff will be uh, for you all. So thank you all very much once again. Uh, go out and support your black bears ever, whatever way you can. And, uh, hey, we'll talk to you guys next week. Review of Danbury, maybe some other stuff involved, and we preview, I believe, going up to Johnstown. So you guys be well, stay safe, and until I catch you next time, peace.